Yo, Ryan Hartley here from Voice yesterday. You'll probably hear from many, many people around mindfulness, this tip of be in this moment, like be here now, be in the moment. And there's a there's a little bit of irony to that sentence because um, Sadhguru, he, he says, our bodies are always in the present. Our bodies are not able to be in the past or in the future. We are in our body always in this very moment. And, and I guess that's probably why some of the mindfulness techniques are about bringing us into the body, bringing us into the breath, um, either tapping um, or, or consciously feeling our feet on the floor, whatever that might be. I guess that's about bringing our alignment and our focus back into this present moment, back into our body, because the body can only ever be in the present moment. But here's the irony. Here is the irony. We are always in the present moment. The question really is, will our mind allow us access to it? And one of the things I've said over the last couple of years that that makes humans different from the, the animal kingdom is, you know, if I look at my dogs, my dogs are absolutely in this present moment. They're joyful, they're present, waggy tails, they're happy, they're great. They, they seem to be loving life, right? But they're not blessed or cursed, depending on your perspective. They're not blessed or cursed with this ability to think about their thinking. They're not sat there thinking about the past and all the things that they enjoyed or maybe that they didn't enjoy. They're not projecting forward to the future and thinking about all the things that they have yet to do or the things that they're worried about happening. So we can sit here and we can look at are human beings a more advanced species than animals? If if And if we are, why do we seem to be suffering more than animals? In part, it's because they're in their present moment. You know, that's that's a that's a part of it. But secondly, it's because we haven't learned how to use this thing called consciousness. Uh, many, many, many of us are going through our lives unconscious um, and not realizing the fact that our minds can be anywhere in the past, present and future, <laughs> here, there and in between within the space of a second. And I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful how we as a human species are probably the only species on the planet that can go to our grave having not reached our potential. Because there's a gap between what we know we could and should and are capable of doing and the things we actually show up and do. And for all those things that we coulda, shoulda, woulda, um, and, and then we end up don't, it creates a gap. Someone once described hell on earth as is almost getting to the end of like your life and meeting the person that you could have been. <laughs> How's that as a sentence to horrify you? Hell on earth is literally like uh, getting to the end of your life and meeting the person you could have become. And I guess, you know, the the free thinkers, the spiritual, the the progressives, the the people that or, or, or you who wants to be better than you were yesterday, you're not going to leave that to chance. And my encouragement to you really is to embrace what it really then means to be human, which is to have this um, gift and a curse, this responsibility of having conscious thought, conscious choice, our ability to reflect um, and our ability to visualize. And it is in our ability to reflect means that we can gain wisdom. We can 
learn. We can learn from what works. We can learn from what doesn't so that in this very moment, we gain access to those insights. And the very present version of me is better for having been able to reflect. That's kind of the human uh, experiential learning cycle. Um, it's by Colby, I think it's 1982. You can feel free to Google it. But it's this idea that human beings naturally learn um, through doing. Uh, and that's a wonderful thing for us to be able to, to do once we've uh, reflected. And this visualization as well, being able to see a future state that does not exist, being able to see a future state where things are either depending on your perspective, better or worse. Um, and when we're able to really tap into that, when we're really able to harness this inspiration, this better future, and when we're able to combine that both in a, in a period of reflection and projection, we actually reveal something true about life, something that is both timeless, that is something that is limitless, and spoiler alert, that something is you. It reveals the essence of who we are at our core is both this state of love, this state of in our best form, in our natural form, our capacity to be a human being is to be loving, kind, courageous, collaborative, full of potential. And when we realize that and when we can truly connect with that, we then realize the the fact that our worth is, is never changing. Our worth as a human being has never, ever wavered. Um, and that only becomes uh, accessible to us in our heart and mind, on our minds when we transcend that life's teaching, when we, when we unlearn someone else's perspective who's given that to us, whether that be someone in our relationship, whether it be someone close to us, whether it be a bully, a friend, whether it be um, society, culture, media telling us we have to look a certain way, do certain things, have certain things. When we come to this understanding of who we are as human beings at our core, which is this divine expression of love and creation, then we understand that the physical body, that the matter is the only place where um, that becomes a factor. When we go within, when we go into ourselves, we can dissociate, disconnect from all of that uh, with which is no longer true. We can connect with that with which is true, which is that we have this unlimited, untapped potential full of love that seeks to be free, that seeks to be expressed. And I, I love this word that Peter Crone uses, which is about dissolve. Dissolves the state of self, dissolves the state of problems. And, and along with that disappears perceived limitations. And it is in that perception, there is the risk of being deceived. There is the risk of an illusion appearing to us to say, and, and it links to the podcast yesterday about the enemies to our heart work. When we realize that human consciousness 
and, and our ability to think about our thinking, metacognition. Sometimes that can be love, sometimes that can be fear. Sometimes that can be uplifting, sometimes that can be uh, destructive. And it is being able to recognize what is true and what is false. And in our reflection and in our visualization, we have to always come back to the truth that we are love, that we are free, that we are limitless and dissolve the illusion that we're not any of those things. I hope this helps. I hope this meets you right where you are. I hope this penetrates your heart and your mind for the main purpose of being able to transcend our physical state. And I think, you know, coming back to where I started this podcast around the animal kingdom always being in this present moment, um, I think we really have to take up the responsibility that we are an advanced civilization when it means um, what it means to be as a human being blessed with this state of consciousness. We have to learn how to use that for good, for our betterment. And it comes from connecting with the limitless potential that we are, the abundance of love manifest within us and expressed through us and overcome the illusion that we are not any of those things. Hope this helps. Keep bringing your heart set to the world. Keep bringing your heart work. And I promise you, the heart print of possibility that you will leave will continue to exponentially grow. Don't go to this grave without realizing your full potential. This is what it means to be conscious, to make choices. That requires you to assume full responsibility for everything in your life. I know you will. I'm here in your corner supporting you every step of the way. Always love my friends.